and I will get started. So basically, today I wanted to talk about something that I think a lot of us struggle with. I don't think I know anyone who doesn't um, battle with imposter syndrome or feeling like they're not good enough. Um, and if you don't, then like props to you. That's amazing. Um, but I know that personally, it's something that I've always had to deal with. And so do many other people, especially in this people in this category, right? So people who want to make this transition because this um, problem of imposter syndrome usually hits us when we're trying to do something, you know, that's really that we find really challenging, something that we haven't really done before, um, something where there's like high stakes um, and it's really important to us. Um, and anytime we're basically trying to play bigger, that, you know, um, that inner critic will, will kick in almost automatically and start, you know, sabotaging it for us and saying like, oh, who are you to, um, who are you to try to accomplish this thing that you're trying to do? And don't you remember all those other times that you tried and you failed? And don't you remember all those times that you were really sucky at this, this, and this? And we find all these, um, all these reasons why all these like little uh, proofs why we're not good enough. And it can be really hard to do. It's definitely not a pleasant feeling, um, but it can also be really hard to shake and deal with. And there's a cost, a real cost associated with not handling this properly. Because when, um, when we're trying to get a job, for instance, like a lot of you are, let's say, you know, you're in the middle of the interview process. And I mentioned this a little bit in my, in my previous broadcast. So let's say that you're in an interview and you're, you're hitting all the right points. You're speaking the right words if you trained really well and like practiced. But if you don't believe what you're saying because your inner voice keeps telling you that you're lying, that you're not good enough and you're trying your best to highlight all your strengths, but all you can internally focus on are your weaknesses, that's gonna come through. It's gonna create this um, misalignment between what your, what your like lips are saying and what, you, what your internal state is. Um, and people can pick up on that, you know? And it seems weird. Like they might not think, oh, this person is like a, a dirty liar, but they will pick up that something is like off. Um, and that can sabotage you. Sometimes it'll work anyways, right? But um, but a lot of times, like it, if, you, if you don't get over it, um, I guess we'll get, we'll get to that later. Like what's, what's, the, what, what's this cost here? But we know that we need to deal with it, right? We know that we need to somehow solve this problem and get over it. We're always um, looking for ways to deal with with our um, with our our um, inner critic, with our saboteur, right? With with um, with this feeling of imposter syndrome, and 
what most people tell us to do is to fake it till you make it. But we have this advice of this is how you're going to overcome not feeling like you're enough or not feeling like what you have to offer is enough. You just get in there and pretend and fake it until you become it. And there's, I, there's a huge problem with this approach, even though it's so common. And it's because it's relying on external factors to validate something that is an internal problem. So what I mean by that is that like the logic goes, okay, all you have to do is keep up these appearances long enough, you know, of, a, of like a competent person who can do this job in the case of um, landing, landing a, that, that next career move. Keep up these appearances until you can convince someone that you deserve it. And once, you know, you get the job, or once you get that promotion, or once you get that corner office, you know, once you get there, since they believed you, then you're gonna know, you know, you're gonna have that validation that, oh, it's really true because I'm in this role right now, or because I got the promotion, so I must deserve it. Or, you know, I'm sitting in this beautiful, you know, office with a view, so, so that must mean that, you know, I, I deserve it. And the problem is that it, it actually works the opposite way. So while that, that tactic or that strategy of fake it till you make it might work, it might actually like take you there because, you know, if, if, you, if you're like a good enough actress, then you can pretend long enough to, um, to get what you want out of, you know, the, the people who are the gatekeepers of the things that you want. But it's not gonna solve the problem of having imposter syndrome. It's actually gonna get worse, right? Because the, the thing that we miss is that we actually need to understand and accept and believe, really believe in our own greatness and our own capabilities before we see that translated into stuff in the real world. And before we can really, you know, stand in that greatness and take advantage of it. And so, yeah, it might work, but, you know, we're never gonna get rid of the, the imposter syndrome feeling because you haven't dealt with the root of it, right? You're always looking for someone on the outside or something on the outside, some circumstance or person to validate um, a self-doubt that you're feeling. And you're essentially putting that power in the hands of someone or something other than yourself. And you never wanna be in that position because who knows? you know, who your boss is going to be, even if you get the job. 
who knows what the job is going to throw at you? You know, who knows, like, if you'll get it or not. And let's say you get the job and you work for someone who you, somehow, like, it didn't, you didn't pick up on it because you, maybe you really wanted the job. You didn't pick up on it, but they're a total jerk. And they, like, get a kick out of putting other people down and, like, demeaning them and stuff like that. You're going to start believing that because you never took the time to take care of your own internal bullshit. Or let's say that, you know, you, you're job searching and you tell yourself this story that, okay, I just have to pretend like I deserve this job long enough to get it. And once I get it, I'll know that I deserve it. So it's like, it's a backwards logic. And I hope you guys can see that because even though it might work, it might also not work. And when it doesn't work, how many rejections can your ego take when you haven't dealt with that? How many, how many no's or just no replies can you handle before you decide, you know, oh, I actually don't deserve this because you, you're, you've literally said, you know, once, once you have said to yourself that when you get the job, then you'll know that you really deserve it. Then what you're implicitly saying is that if, if you don't get the job, if nobody gives it to you, then that means that you don't and that you really can't and that you shouldn't even be trying. And that is like, that is not the way to success in this game. So I hope you see where, where I'm going with this. Another thing that, that you lose out on especially if it works for you, right? Especially if you take the fake it till you make it route and it works and you advance and you, and you get more responsibilities and more promotions and a better title and all that, like higher pay and all that stuff. And you keep rising and rising, but it's all built on the foundation of a very fragile internal state. And it actually makes the, the feelings of imposter syndrome so much more severe because it, it can feel like you've built this house of cards. You know, you've built this, this grand version of yourself, you know, the one that's, you know, killing it, crushing it, having so much success, getting, you know, it was like a senior VP of this or that. You can have all that success and, and actually feel even worse because because you feel like you've built it on play pretend. So that is, those are like the, the main risks. Let me check my notes if there's something else that I wanted to cover with you guys. Um, no, I think that's it. So, so here's what, now that we've covered all that, and I hope that I convinced you um, that I managed to convince you why it's not a good idea to fake it till you make it. Here's what you should do instead. Every time you feel that doubt. First of all, the, that, um, that event, okay, of, of you feeling like you don't trust yourself or feeling like you don't deserve something or feeling overwhelmed or like you can't really do this 
or any other any other thing that your inner critic is telling you, that's a pattern. It's a habit that you have been living with probably since you were a kid. You know, I don't know like when we we stop like when, when we're when we're little kids, um, really little. I think we don't we don't really have that. Like we don't even really have a filter for the most part. We just we we feel like we deserve the world and the world is here for us. And you know, if if you have young children and you know this, you know they kind of they they don't really care what other people think um, until a certain age hits and like enough um, parents teachers, friends, whatever, relatives, um, and anyone really and brings them down and brings us down. And we start believing that we're not good enough. So what I'm trying to say is that this type, this line of thinking has been conditioned in us for a long time. So it can be hard to do something else. And the first step in order to do that is to number one, recognize that we're doing it. And number two, interrupt that pattern immediately, do something else. So I wanna invite you to think about where in your life and specifically in this and in your career and trying to you know, break through to the next level of your career um, into high tech, where have you seen the, that pattern in yourself? Where have you been you know, kind of playing small because you're too scared? And where have you been feeling like maybe you're not good enough or you're just, you know, maybe you're, you're going through the motions and you're faking it till you make it or till you hope you make it, but you're scared shitless. Um, so I want to know, tell me in the comments or you can draw me a private message if you want um, where you've been feeling that. And then this is going to help you actually like reflecting on what happened, let's say in the last week, two weeks, one month, whatever, will actually help you um, recognize that when it comes up again in the future. And that's why I'm asking you to do this. Okay, writing it down is going to cement it for you in your subconscious. So the next time it happens, it's not just going to like, you know, pass over you without you noticing. You're going to notice it better or you have um, a higher chance of noticing it. You know, once you've taken the time to think about it enough to articulate it in words. Um, And then I want you to do some uh, pattern interrupt some kind of interrupt the sequence somehow, whether it's to do like a big stretch or to stand up um, or to, I don't know, whatever it is that you want to do, like laugh, laugh to yourself, like, (laughs) Um, yes, you will discover with time that I'm insane. Um, But yes, this is just scratching the surface. and then I want you to do the following things. So like the once you've recognized it and interrupted it, so you broke that pattern, you have a chance to replace it with something else. And what I want you to replace it with is um, shifting your focus from what you're experiencing, thinking, feeling right now to something better and more productive. 
that will actually get you there. So number one is to shift your focus from yourself to other people. So a lot of times when we feel this imposter syndrome, it's actually, I want to invite you to, 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 um, consider the fact that it's actually a little bit of a selfish, um, habit because you're constantly thinking about why, what am I going to look like when this happens? I'm going to look like a total fool. If I fail, I'm going to look like an idiot. What will other people think of me? And it's all this I, 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 me, me, me. It's very self-focused. And what you can do instead of that, which will greatly help you overcome the imposter syndrome, is to think, well, who who can I help by doing the thing that I'm a little bit scared to do? And who will who will suffer if I don't? And what will they miss miss out on? So you know, this, it takes some conditioning, but you can start thinking about, you know, if, if you don't, um, apply to this job, then someone else who is like, not as empathetic as you, or not as, um, not as quick of a learner as you will get the job or anything like that. Any, anything that you can say about yourself, you know, any parts of your identity that you like, that you think are, you know, that that would serve you well on the job that you're applying for. You want to really focus on those and think about what the what's the company going to lose by not having you. And it's a new way of thinking about it. Um, but it really helps with the internal state. Um, and obviously, if you need any help with that, just, um, you can message me or write in the comments, whatever. Um, I personally, like one of my superpowers is seeing the best in people and seeing like their strengths. And so I would love to help you see that in yourself. Um, and then, so that's the, that's the first uh, shift to make from your from yourself and focusing on what's going to happen to your ego when you like make an ass out of yourself to what's the other person the, or the, the company or whatever going to what do they stand to gain from you yes taking action yes you know doing the thing that you're um, hesitant about doing and what will they lose if you don't and then the other thing is to, to shift your focus from the meaning that you give to the imposter syndrome. So a lot of times when we have, when we feel that feeling, that like, you know, gut-wrenching, like, oh my God, I can't do this feeling. Um, it's because we're, we're like assigning it a meaning. We feel scared about it. And then we say, you know, this all happens like subconsciously, but we say, you know, to ourselves, well, if I'm so scared about doing this, it must mean that I'm not ready. If I'm so scared about doing this, if I have so much doubt about my ability to do this, then it must mean that um, I shouldn't, I should just give up. 
and turn around and and go back to the the life that I know and the job that I know and and even though I hate it at least I know that I deserve it because I've had it until now um <laughs> I'm kind of making fun of it right but I'm I'm trying to I'm basically trying to show you that there's no rewards for buying into that fear. And what I want to offer you is to actually change the meaning that you give to that feeling. So the next time that you feel imposter syndrome creeping in, I want you to think about these two things. Number one is that that feeling of discomfort that you're feeling when when you're trying to do something like that is actually the feeling that you feel when you're stretching the limits of your comfort zone and it actually means that you're doing something meaningful and it definitely means that there's so much greatness waiting for you and everyone you're going to touch once you do this on the other side of that fear so the fear doesn't mean no turn back don't do this opposite the fear means okay it's money time this is the time to push through and get this done because that fear means that i'm on the right track and then the other thing that it can mean you know is if you if if you really take stock of or, or like take this inventory of what you are and what you know and what you can do and stuff like that and i know this can be hard to do it in your head but you can you can make a, a brave attempt to do it but try to be realistic about what are what are your capabilities and and totally objective and you know if you if there's something that you're missing so isn't that self doubt just a really good flashlight um and it's lighting up for you the corners that need a little bit more information the the parts that need a little bit more help right so i'm not saying you know um you guys know that i'm like really big on on mindset and it's because it's like 90% of of the success of getting a job or actually accomplishing anything worthwhile in the world 90% of it is is like how well you manage your own psychology and your beliefs but that's not to say that there aren't those other 10% right where you you know let's say that you um have a presentation to give at your at your job and you haven't prepared for it so you would feel pretty anxious and and rightly rightfully so right like i'm not saying that you, all you need to do is believe in yourself you go out there and wing it um no not at all but it is giving you clues as to what needs to be done so if you have a presentation you should probably prepare for it and if you're feeling anxious about it don't push that away invite it over have, like have a coffee with it figure out what that feeling is is 
pointing out to you that's missing for you right now and then go out and get it. Don't don't be like, oh, it's missing. Oh, shit. I should go back to my little sorry little job that I have right now. No, just say, oh, okay. This miss, this is missing, this is missing, and this is missing. Okay, now I know what I need to go out and, and get and do. And then, you know, go and get and do those things. And so, you know, if you're feeling like you're not ready for, let's say that you, you've been invited to an interview and you, you have a feeling that they're going to discuss um, salary with you and you don't feel like you're ready for negotiating. So ask, ask yourself, like, don't push that feeling away and say, oh, it's going to be fine. I believe in myself. Like, yeah, you need to believe in yourself, but you also need to, to, to have it come from a place where you're not just, um, but not out of denial, right? So use that feeling to your advantage. Use it to, to figure out what still needs work and then work on it until it's done. This um, worry, concern, uh, anxiety, um, imposter syndrome, whatever you want to call these things, it can actually be a great gift to you because it will keep you extra, it will make sure that you're extra prepared. Um, and so that is like, a, a different meaning to give that feeling other than, oh, well, if I feel this way, that probably means that I shouldn't do it. And then the last uh, shift of focus, or I guess the last shift in behavior that I, that I want to ask you to consider is to, instead of immediately believing, like once you're trying to do something hard, challenging, meaningful, that has a high reward and high payoff at the end, um, your, your in inner um, critic, your inner saboteur is gonna, is gonna like have a field day with it. They're gonna do everything to try to um, protect you basically from that, that feeling of failure. Um, and so, they're going to tell you all kinds of things, they, right? You're going to tell yourself all kinds of things that um, that you're going to be inclined to believe, but they're not so good. They're not so productive for you to believe and they don't serve you well. So when you hear um, yourself, that internal soundtrack in your, in your head going, oh, I, I never know how to, you know, deal with X, Y, Z, or, you know, I'm just not the kind of person who wins or, you know, why would anyone pay me that much? Um, or why would they ever take me to this job? Like, okay, that's going to run in your head almost definitely, right? If it actually, if it's not if you're not hearing those voices, you're probably playing too small. So when you hear those voices, just write it down on a piece of paper, like that sentence of whatever you're feeling, and procrastinate on believing it until later, or whatever it's telling you to do. If it's telling you like, oh, you should just go back to whatever you had before, you should just... Um, 
you know, we should have never ventured so far. <laughs> it's dangerous out here. So write it down on a piece of paper and procrastinate it. Why not? Like we procrastinate so much already in our lives. So what's another list of, you know, a to-do list to procrastinate on? And then, you know, once you're in that high-tech job, once you're making the kind of salary that you want to and having the kind of impact that you want in that title, and, you know, once once you're working at a company with an amazing culture that, you know, that you're really appreciated and you're, you're fulfilled and your skills are being utilized and you feel like you're making a difference, then you can go back to that list and reconsider, oh, should we still do this? And probably, you know, <laughs> you probably won't want to do that at that point. But those, my point is that those beliefs don't really serve you on this journey. So it's like everything that crosses your mind, just consider, does it, does it, does this make, um, does this make my journey easier, faster? Does this make me stronger? Does this make me, you know, more likely to get the job or to accomplish what I'm out to accomplish? And if the answer is no, then that means that belief doesn't really serve you and you should set it aside for now. And I like to, to make a, a procrastination journal because then it's like you're not, um, you're not just being dismissive of it. You're saying, okay, okay, I hear you, I'll, I'll consider it. But later I have, you know, I have a full stack of things on my to-do list, so I'll do that last. Um, and those are my strategies for dealing with imposter syndrome. So this is what I want to invite you to do next in this next, um, month or whenever that you're, you're hearing this next time that you have. So first of all, make sure to make, be sure to write down, you know, reflect on where where you have been stuck um, by imposter syndrome recently or in the past, write it down. And that way you can know like what your, um, what your like risk areas are and you'll, you'll become more aware of them um, when they hit you next. Then the next time also write down what, what are you going to do? Right. So make a commitment to what is the action that you're going to take to interrupt that pattern? Like you're going to stand up, you're going to you know, twirl around, you're going to um, put a giant smile on your face, whatever it is. Um, and then what what are, which one of the strategies are you going to use? What are you going to what have you been focusing on now or until now? And what are you going to, the next time this happens to you, what are you going to replace those thoughts with? And I'd love to hear, you know, which one of these you are committing to, to using. And again, the participation not required, but you'll get better results if you do write down what you're committing to do, because it like, again, like I said, it makes you subconsciously aware of the commitment that you just made. So it's not like, oh yeah, oh cool information. All right, let's what's next? You know, what's for what's for dinner? Um it will actually make you more likely to stop and, and remember to do this the next time it happens and it won't just kind of sneak up on you. Um so 
that is it for today's broadcast. And let me know if there's any other topics that you're struggling with that you want me to cover. You can write in the group. You can write um, in a comment over here in this broadcast, or you can just shoot me a private message, whatever. Everything's cool. Um, but yeah, let me know and have a wonderful September.